it's time to drop the gloves. Welcome, everybody, to a show where we drink beer, talk sports, and have all kinds of shenanigans. Joining me, not in the penalty box this week, uh, we are at a place uh, I will not. I will not dis- disclose this location for fear of losing my actual job. <laughs> but uh, I am joined this week uh, in this undisclosed location with my good buddy and returning guest, Steve. Hello. Welcome back, bud. Thanks for having me. And that uh, Steve was on back in January of the, earlier this year. Uh, you predicted the Super Bowl. Wrongly. Uh, and unfortunately, it was not correct. Yeah. I, and that I, it was a very bold, very bold prediction that you made because we were like just in getting into the playoffs and everything, too. And you were like, oh, the greatest Super Bowl hasn't happened yet. Right. And I didn't. It was Bengals just winning the Super Bowl. Didn't matter who, just Bengals winning the Super Bowl. And AFC championship was all they could get. Yeah. The uh, well, and actually, they lost to Kansas City in that AFC championship, right? Yep, Kansas City, at Kansas City. And I think we can all understand that the uh, Vegas odds keepers called in and fixed the game because that was horrible officiating. A lot of shady stuff going on, and hey, I mean, more shady stuff went down at the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not one to blame the refs. I say it mostly jokingly, but there was some shady refing going on there. Yes. I'll agree. Even though I, I still did not watch, I held up my end of the bargain. All right. I, I still held it up. I wore the jersey I was supposed to wear, the one they had won a bunch of games in a row with, and uh, I did my part, too. I, I didn't watch a single minute because if I if I watched a single minute and then they lost, I would have had to come on this show and be like, guys, I couldn't help it. I watched the AFC Championship game. I'm the reason the Bengals lost. No, I did not. I did not watch. So somebody else screwed up. Or the refs were paid off. Thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't work this year. But no. all right, so kicking things off, um, Steve. Actually, uh, you, you, I suggested this to you, and you confirmed it. I brought all the Oktoberfest beers uh, that were in the uh, fridge at the penalty box. So, and, but you're picking the first round, and the first round is the Hofbrau October. Fest beer out of Munich, Germany, 6.3% alcohol by volume. Decent. So, yeah, sounds good. Pop it. So we are going to both uh, try this. I'm going to take half. You take the other half. And that and we got all the other ones here with us. We have Breckenridge, which I had uh, this past week on the show with uh, Mrs. Drop the Gloves. Christian Moorlines Marzen that I had uh, two weeks ago, and then have the uh, Country Boy Oktoberfest Lager out of Georgetown, Kentucky, and the West Side that I caved and had back in August because I just couldn't help myself. All right. Prost. Prost. Thoughts? It's uh... A lot of carbonation so far. Not sure yet. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm actually shocked by the color. Yeah, the color's a lot lighter than I thought it was would be. Yeah. Um, it's got it's, good good flavor though. Yeah. It's still good, but it's not as good as Sam Adams, but it's good. They're at Supperfest, I mean. Okay. 
I uh, so how many Oktoberfests have you had before? Sam Adams, this one. And I I know I've had another, but I don't know what it was. Okay, it was a. Uh, Maybe like a a restaurant slash brewery and their house brand, and I, I just don't remember where I was. Because I've gotten into fights with people about best Oktoberfest beer, and uh, somebody like called me out and was like, "Oh, I bet you think October or Sam Adams Oktoberfest beer is the best." No, 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 no. I I thought that for the longest time. I did. I used to think Sam Adams Oktoberfest was the best. Uh, Oktoberfest beer, but then I had something that came out of Memphis, Tennessee of all places, and it was the best that I've ever had. Unfortunately, I can't find it <laughs> anymore. I tried it last year, and now I can't find it. So. When you think German heritage, you think Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, not Midwest. Not <laughs> not Ohio or anything. No, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So. All right. Well, Beer's been open. We'll get to probably a few more during this show. Uh, this is pretty much going to be all football. It's all you pretty much know and love, and that's okay because it is football season. I mean, we're smack dab in the middle of it now. I like to watch a lot of other sports, but I have very little knowledge about the going on in other sports. And that, so we got uh, college football and we got NFL. Uh, <clears throat> where do you want to start? You're the You're the leader. And I'd want to start with uh, college football and work our way up to the pros. That works for me. And that's, uh, did you take a look at any of the matchups this week? I did. There's not a lot that uh, look like they're going to be interesting. No. <laughs> yeah, the top 25. I mean, that's why earlier this week uh, when on the show with uh, Mrs. Drop the Gloves, we uh, I said, this is Misfits week. We can pick all the teams that are unranked, but but at the same time could be enjoyable to watch. And uh, that's what I did for the picks. And I s still need to upload them as of this recording on that. Um, so you want to go over the picks real quick or yeah. the matchups and Which games you got. And that, uh, well, the six that I announced on uh, episode 137 are Minnesota versus North Carolina, uh, Washington versus Michigan state, BYU versus Arkansas, Pittsburgh versus West Virginia, Syracuse versus Purdue, and Villanova versus Central Florida. Where would you like to start first? Um, start at the top or middle, bottom? Uh, Villanova versus Central Florida. Um, I like Central Florida in that, actually. And then Central Florida out of the uh, now Big 12. They joined yeah. this year with uh, Cincinnati, Houston, and BYU, I believe. And that, uh, I, picked, uh, I picked Central Florida earlier this week, and I'm going to continue. I did listen, but I don't remember your picks. So, and that, I think both me and my wife uh, chose Central Florida for that matchup. She was picking on mascots. Yeah, right, she yeah. she picked based on the mascot. That yeah. that's that's what. Yeah, Knight versus Wildcat and yeah, the whole thing. That that's that's how she does that's how she does her March Madness bracket too. Okay. Doesn't matter the seed. She always considers the mascot. How's it turn out? It's been fun watching. <laughs> it really makes it fun watching March Madness. And anybody who loses to her is like, well, that's not fair. Yeah. 
I mean, it's the same thing with my brother's fiance, soon to be wife, and that she, I mean, they both, I think both, um, I think both my wife and my brother's fiance this past March when we did the March Madness episode, I think they both picked NKU Norse to upset number one Houston Cougars or something like that. And it was a close game in the first half, but that second half, Houston just was. That would have been fun. Yeah. It would have been. I mean, it was a fun game to watch first half. After that, it was kind of like, oh. I'm always cheering for the local guys. Oh, yeah. Always got to. Always got to. I, I'm I'm just waiting for NKU to get past that first round. and that I'd be so stoked when they do that. Yeah. All right. So Central Florida? Yep. Feel confident with that? All right. Um, Syracuse versus Purdue. The Orangemen versus the Boilermakers. Syracuse versus Purdue. What league is that in? Um, I think both are in the Big Ten now. I don't know if Syracuse is still in the uh, Big East. I don't think so, anyway. Let me check here. Fact check. Syracuse, 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 Syracuse. I know it's a later game. It's going to be in the evening. It says 7.30 p.m. Yep, there it is. Syracuse. Oh, no, Syracuse is in the ACC. So Syracuse out of the ACC, Purdue out of the Big Ten. Uh, It's going to be at Purdue. Our other co-worker, Tom, is a Purdue graduate. And for that fact alone, I'm going with Syracuse. Uh, I'm going. I already picked Purdue earlier this week. I'm going to stick with Purdue. I, I feel confident they're at home. Purdue's Purdue over the last couple of years has bursted a lot of my picks. So it's like, yeah, you know what? You learn from experience here. Uh, for a while there, they did seem to be an upset maker. Yeah, they were. Um, I remember what was it? I don't think it was last year. I think it was two years ago, 2021. Me and my family went to. Uh, Nashville, Indiana, Brown County. Yeah. And that, and um, went there for a day, hung out, walked around, all that. And then we left and we found this pizza bar, or I don't know if it was pizza. It was just some sort of bar in Columbus, Indiana, uh, just a few miles away from it. And they had the Purdue Michigan State game on. Michigan State was in the top 10 at the time. And Purdue was unranked, and I was like, come on, Michigan State. I mean, this is like the very first year that the podcast was in. It The very first year the podcast was established, and it's and me and my former co-host were like picking teams, and I was like, come on, Michigan State. And unfortunately, Purdue like absolutely trounced on them. Like, I think it was like 40 to 17 or something like that. It was just, uh, it was terrible to watch. I ordered a lot of beer to get through that. <laughs> so so for that reason, I'm picking Purdue. Uh, based on horrible previous experience. Based on getting burnt in the past. Yes, absolutely getting burnt in the past. Pittsburgh versus West Virginia. I picked West Virginia because, okay, I picked Penn State a few weeks ago. I went against my wife, but I'm still here. I'm still breathing. Yeah. And then, and for that, and we're celebrating our uh, wedding anniversary this weekend. So obviously, she wanted she wanted me to make that milestone. Well, she's not here, and since we're doing the podcast at work, I won't see her tonight. No. So I'm gonna pick Pitt. Gonna Pitt. Uh, for a couple of reasons. Now remember, Pittsburgh lost to Cincinnati last week. I know. Um, I think Cincinnati's better 
than they're getting credit for right now. They are undefeated. Um, and I think, if it, and part of it's hopeful too, because Pitt beating West Virginia then makes UC's win over Pitt mean more. Um, I think Pitt's got it. Where's the game at? At West Virginia. Mm. So at Morgantown. Mm. Still going Pitt. Still going Pitt. I, I got to go to West Virginia. I, I went against my wife that one week for Penn State. After that, I'm 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 done. Yeah, I'm done. I, I I have to now get back in the good graces. I understand. And that's so now I I got to get out of the doghouse. So go West Virginia, go uh, Mountaineers. And that have you ever been to West Virginia? No, just through, just through it. Yeah. And that is just man. I I the very first time we went, I was scared to death because I was meeting her dad for the first time. I was meeting. In the mountains of yeah, West Virginia. In the mountains of West Virginia. I was meeting my wife's dad for the first time while we were still dating. We weren't even living together yet. And, um, I mean, I was, like, nervous as hell meeting him and her grandparents, too. Um, but the whole drive in and through, I was, like, taking pictures of all the mountains and everything. Every time we go now, it's just like, man— I love seeing those mountains. I love seeing the 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 scenery and everything. And we, it's it's beautiful for sure. We we've done a few. Uh, what is it? Um, we've done a few hiking trails, and that too. Um, what is it? We've even uh, chased waterfalls, and that we went and searching for a few waterfalls a couple trips ago. But I I love going to West Virginia. I. I don't say that too much and that, that I love going to West Virginia. I've gone to West Virginia before I met my girlfriend, now wife, Mrs. Drop the Gloves, and that was Wheeling, West Virginia, and that was for a hockey game where the Cyclones were going. Ah. Wheeling was a dump. <laughs> Absolute dump. Just don't go. If anybody ever thinks, oh, Wheeling, West Virginia, that looks like it. No, no, it's not. It's not a good place to go, not even for a hockey game. <laughs> But I, lo I love West Virginia scenery. All right. Well, we're in the halfway point of the of the matchups. Do you want to do another round? Yeah, you pick this time. All right. Uh, I've done these two. So let's go Country Boy. Country Boy puts out quite a few that I like. And that Country Boy, Oktoberfest Lager out of Georgetown. This is, looking for it. I think Country Boy is one of those uh, companies that doesn't put the alcohol by volume on the can. And, you know, in the words of my former co-host, if they don't put it on the can, must be good. They do a shotgun wedding, don't they? Yes. I like shotgun wedding a lot. And I, I, I tell people, like, if you're going to do shotgun wedding, um, was it that's like an end of the night kind of beer yeah. or that is a uh, ketchup beer yeah like, it's, it's hard to follow up yes it's very hard to follow up with that's one of those like you got to have it at the end of the night or it's uh or it's one of those like oh you showed up to the bar late and you need to match <laughs> all your friends at the bar so now that's the color of oktoberfest that i'm used to yeah that's a lot more amber color to yes it. prost prost Wow, that's nice. That's good. Yeah. I don't think Country Boys put one out that I don't like yet. <laughs> I've tried Shotgun Wedding. 
I've tried cougar bait. That's their like just American lager. Um, I think those are the only ones I've tried. I've had um, I've had another one of theirs. It was seasonal. It was uh, their like uh, what was it? Lager con uh, Lima or lime. And that it was their lime beer. I haven't had that. And uh, that that's okay. That's pretty good. And then, um, oh, what's the other one that I had? Oh, somebody made me drink it, and it it did taste like an orange cream sickle. I think it was like their orange and vanilla or something like that. It, it was so sweet. I mean, it's up there with like if have you ever had Braxton uh, Blood Orange Rattler? No. And at the scooter? No, not yet. Okay. Um, it, it's right up there on that level, but I would still pick the Braxton scooter over the Country Boy orange and vanilla or whatever it was. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've tried Shotgun Wedding. My, my dad actually had it at my bachelor party mm. back in 2016. And... Um, it's pretty heavy. It is. It's very heavy, very dark beer. You cannot see through the glass even if you tried. It's a really good dinner beer if you're trying not to eat too much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's very dark, very heavy. And that and um that was the beer for the reason why uh I don't know if my dad was driving that night or not. And if he was, he was like, I don't think I can finish that if I'm gonna drive home. Yeah. And uh, for that bachelor party, and uh, it was like, yeah, because he because uh, he got or no, 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 I don't think he got it. I think one of my groomsmen got it. My dad saw how dark it was and was like, hey, can I get a sip of that? My dad took a sip and like passed it back and was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's one of those. It's a great flavor, though. Oh, yeah, really good. But like I said, it's one of those end of the night or. I got to play catch up with all my other drunk friends. The uh, Country Boy Oktoberfest, I, I like better than Sam Adams by a considerable margin. I like that one a lot. And we pre-gamed with the Oct uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest, yeah. too. So, I mean, it's not been that long between this beer and uh, the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah, this one's definitely So this one wins opinion. over Sam, Sam Adams. All right. Yeah. We got a craft beer climbing the rankings. Uh, for Steve. Okay, back to college football matchups. BYU versus Arkansas. Big 12 versus SEC matchup. It's hard to bet against the SEC. I do it all the time and I get burned. <laughs> yeah, it's a, just such a strong conference. Mm -hmm. This will be at Arkansas, so this will be the event of the entire state. <laughs> yeah. On, I, how sad is that to say? <laughs> That Arkansas football is like the event to. They're both two and zero. Who has BYU beaten though? Oh, jeez. I've got it here. Uh, BYU. Sam Houston and Southern Utah. So yeah, two no name Nobody. schools. Yeah. And then who has Arkansas beaten? Uh, Western Carolina in week one, and then in week two, Kent State. Kent State. Decisive wins. Yeah. So both teams two and zero. At what? At uh, Arkansas, seven thirty p.m. At Arkansas, Arkansas's favored by eight. Looking at the, looking at the betting info. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking BYU though. Got BYU for the upset? Yeah, I think so. Well, I think I went with the Vegas line on the last two. I feel like I can't just go with them all the time. Nah, nah. 
gotta gotta live a little. Yeah. But uh I I'm like I said on Monday, go pig. Let's go Arkansas. And uh well, okay, so one reason why I gotta go with Arkansas is one SEC, it's hard to pick against the SEC, but two, my dad who was uh who has been on the show a couple times, uh, served in the Air Force, and one of the places that he was stationed at was Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So, little tip of the cap to his time there in Arkansas. So, and, and I do remember him at one point having an Arkansas Razorbacks hat in his closet. So, and I asked him, "Are you are you a fan of Arkansas?" And he's like, "No, I just got the cap because he was in, he was there." And <laughs> yeah. Hard to turn down a free yeah, cap. Yeah, hard to turn that down. But so for those reasons, I'm picking Arkansas. We should have uh, good comparisons next. Or when are you doing the show again? Monday. Yeah, Monday. So you'll either be giving me props or roasting me, depending I, on how well I did. Yep, we'll see what happens. I mean, right now I'm looking at a pretty good uh, winning percentage. I think I'm like 0.67% or whatever, 67% win percentage right now. It's so early. It's hard to get a real good idea of what teams are going to be like. I thought I was going to lose four games last week. Yeah. I thought I was going to go two and four, but thank you, Texas. <laughs> I'm excited to see Texas play some some more tough teams. That should be fun. We got ranked Washington versus Michigan State at Michigan State this week. Ranked what? What is Washington ranked? I believe they are eight. I think Washington is eight. Eight. They're favored by 16 and a half, but it's at Michigan State. That can make a big difference. Uh-huh. I'm going to look at who Washington's beat so far. Both teams undefeated, just like the last matchup, 2-0. Let's see here. Boise State and Tulsa for Washington were their first two wins. Michigan State played Central Michigan in-state rival, although out of conference, and then Richmond, both very very heavy score games, 31 to 7 and then 45 to 14. So, and I, I think Washington State's got the higher quality wins. Wa- Washington, not Washington. Oh, State. I think Washington has the higher quality wins, though. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think I'm picking Washington based on that. Especially the first week against Boise State, because every year everybody thinks Boise State's going to win the Mountain West. Yeah. Um, what did I pick? I'm trying to go, go back to my notes. I think I picked the – oh, my God, I did? I picked the home team. I picked Michigan State. I picked both Purdue and Michigan State this week. Mm, do I want to change? What's the smart play here? Picking the favorite? Is favorite by 16 points or picking the home team? The yeah. smart play, I think, would – well, now, if you're trying to cover the bet, that's different. But if you're just picking the winner – a 16-point favorite is the smart play. Stick with my guns or change at the last minute here? Right now, we're, like, opposite on most of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you pick. well, we both picked Central Florida. We've been opposite since then. You picked Syracuse. I picked Purdue. You picked Pitt. I picked West Virginia. You picked BYU. I got Arkansas. So, yeah, we've been opposite since the very first matchup. 
Let it ride. Let it ride. Michigan State. Michigan State for Might the win. Stay yeah, just let it ride. Let it ride. And finally, the last matchup this week in the Misfits category, Minnesota versus North Carolina. And I think North Carolina is ranked. Believe they are. Yes. 20 North Carolina at home against Minnesota. Both teams, again, undefeated. 2-0. and up. My phone is not responding while I'm trying to look up information. Now, Minnesota knocked off Nebraska in week one with a late game field goal to win 13-10. Then they hosted Eastern Michigan for a 25-6 win. North Carolina knocked off South Carolina, who I picked in week one, 31-17, and then double overtime last week to beat Appalachian State. And it's at North Carolina. Yes, it is. Uh, I think I got to pick their home field, and they're the ranked team. And let's see, are they favored too? Favored by seven. Ooh, very, ooh, seven. Close game. Closer closer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, I picked North Carolina earlier this week. It makes me want to pick Minnesota just so we can stay opposite. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we have just just uh, Florida, Central Florida, that we agree on. I'm going to go Minnesota just to keep the opposite track. Just, just to keep it going. Yeah, it's only a seven-point favorite there. Ah, oh, man. All right. Well, Some, we somebody should win decisively. Yeah, and I I will include you in the uh, in the um, was it matchups uh, rankings and everything too because uh, we um the other day I went back and I like looked at everybody who like made their picks on uh, through social media because yeah. I put them up on the uh, Instagram page at Drop the Gloves Podcast. Uh, and uh, so I took everybody's vote and I took like their wins and I, I'm only counting wins right now. I, I'm not counting like full record or whatever. So and right now, me and my brother are the favorites. We're, OK, we're both 12 wins out of 18. I can't do your Instagram polls because I, 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 I know. Instagram. Well, I, I will try and come to you. The Friday before, and I and I'll that, still include you. That'll work for me. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll still include you. Got got to get you in here. Just shoot it to me in a text, and I'll and send I, them back to. I, I have people who are on this list who don't even aren't even on the show anymore. I mean, they've been on, but they're not on the show anymore. But I got them too. Good. So, all right. Well, we shared only one out of the six. So if that's my only win, don't bother sending me the picks for next week. Don't don't come up to you on Friday like, hey, here's the matchups. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I obviously know nothing. Who are you taking? Notre Dame over Ohio State. That's who I'm taking. If that makes it in the matchups. Oh, it, How does it not? It will. Both yeah. teams are going to be ranked. Yeah, it'll totally make it. The question is, whose fan base do I ride that week? Because I can't stand Ohio State, and for some reason, I can't pick Notre Dame. I always go against Notre Dame, and I can't root for Ohio State anymore because I found out how um, annoying the fan base is. <laughs> I, I saw the light. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. I don't feel strongly against Ohio State. I don't cheer. I, I cheer for them, especially come college playoff time. 
because they're usually the Ohio school in there. Mm-hmm. I don't have a loyalty to them, though. Hmm. All right. Well, those are the picks. That's the matchups. We'll see what happens come uh, Sunday. Yep. All right. So that's a, that's pretty much it for college football. Oh, um, actually, one thing that I did want to mention. Uh, did you see some of the trash talk that's been going on between Colorado State and Colorado this week? Because they both play each other. Yeah. <laughs> the, the coach said something about Coach Prime. Uh, he mentioned how he he was taught as a child to take his hat and sunglasses off. I think when he talks to adults, or yeah, when or he's inside, like yeah, yeah, when he's inside, he takes off his hat and sunglasses. Oh my gosh! I mean, and then Coach Prime went and bought his whole team sunglasses. Yeah. And then uh, who was it? I think his own son even was like, "Dude, why would you have to open up your mouth?" And that all you're doing is giving us more motivation to beat you. That this team week. is so motivated yes. right now. Yes. And now, they've got Coach Prime's back, and he's got their back. It's it's a really cool uh, – it looks like a brotherhood that they're watching mm-hmm. that we're all getting to watch from the outside looking in. And uh, it seems really cool. I wonder if it wears out at some point or if they can hold on to it. I was – just thinking that i was like you know what the if they if they have a couple of tough games that they lose the adversity could tear that apart or they or it could make it stronger let's see here for kicks and giggles here let's look at colorado's schedule so they are at home against colorado state in um in state rival then they're at oregon then they host USC. Ooh, back-to-back weeks. That's going to be awesome to watch. Yeah. Then they're at Arizona State, home against Stanford at UCLA. And then we're in November, hosting both Oregon State and Arizona, and then ending their season on the road against Washington State and Utah. Mm. I think week four and week five are going to be pretty much the going to be the best games to watch Colorado. I mean, if it, to really see if they are all that they claim to be. Um, what division? What uh, league is that? Pack, uh, well, soon to be the non-pack conference, but they're in the Pac-12 as of uh, as of this recording. Yeah, I was trying to find them here, and I'm there. They are. And that, um, I mean, beating TCU in week one, that was impressive. I mean, that's enough to kind of believe all the hype that we've seen this. That's why, that's why they're ranked. Yes. And that, and then knocking off Nebraska last week, 36 to 14, um, Oregon and USC. I'm going to withhold any opinion until I see them get past Oregon. We'll see. And then USC should be a huge test. That that should be big. Yeah. But if they can if they can get past Oregon though, they're for real even if they get crazy. Oh yeah. If 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 they can if they beat Oregon on the road, then I would totally believe all the hype. I, I yeah. would. And and that doesn't mean they beat USC, but it means they've got a for real program. The, the, yes. Pri- the prime effect is in full force. I think everybody can agree TCU came into the year a bit overranked. Yeah. Being what? What was it? TCU was ranked what? Eighteen that week or 17, something? I think. Yeah. I mean, I remember being at Commonwealth Stadium for my brother's uh, bachelor party for the Ball State Kentucky game, and they were showing um, 
updated score for the Colorado game. And, and when they said Colorado is up on TCU, the whole place went wild. It's like, oh, the whole people in uh, Commonwealth Stadium were like, yeah, go Coach Prime, go Colorado. I was up at the football field for my son's youth football program that day, and we had a team picnic up at the field and college football on all day, and it's, that's the game everybody was watching at that point. It was it was a lot of fun. A lot of back and forth, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a heavy, high-power offense day. Yeah. And that one guy, I uh, can't remember the name off the top of my head, plays both ways. Hunter. Hunter phenomenal athlete yeah and he and he looked pretty fresh all the way to the end of the game Mm -hmm. it's a testament to his conditioning it's hard to do that you know week after week though and avoid injury right right exactly exactly but yeah i just what what do you think the score is going to be for that game colorado state versus colorado what do you think it it should be a a bloodbath i Uh, i'm gonna go with like Like 60 to 10. Oh, really? I wasn't even thinking they get past 50. I was thinking 49 to 3. <laughs> yeah. So I gave them more points and I gave the other team more points. We've got about the same spread. Yeah, a little bit. A little <laughs> bit there. But, but either way, they're winning by 50. I, I just thought it was so funny. It's like, oh, come on, dude. All you had to do is, like, we're trying our best to prepare for the whole Coach Prime and Colorado effect. and everything. We're just doing our best. No, you had to go and, and make fun of the sunglasses and the hat and Coach Prime himself. It's like, congratulations, you are now about to get stomped on. Give him fuel. Yep. Congrat- uh, congratulations. You have now just given fuel to put potentially – this year's second place winner in the Pac-12. <laughs> Congratulations, you just did that. I hope you're. I hope you're happy with yourself. So we're a good transition here to the NFL. Yeah. Similar thing last year. Playoff teams the Bengals kept going into to face mm-hmm. kept giving the Bengals reasons to play the game, and they kept winning all the way up until we went to Kansas City. And people started calling it Burrowhead Stadium. Oh, I well, that started with the Bengals player. That started with one of the players. I know, but it's it's the same. The Bengals organization through a player gave Kansas City fuel for the fire, and that game didn't go the way we had hoped. Nope, did not. So that kind of unnecessary trash talk, I'm usually opposed to. So do we want to go? So if we're transitioning into the NFL, do we want to go one more round? Yeah. You pick this time. All I right. picked the last one. I got Westside Oktoberfest, Moorline. And- Breckenridge has me curious. Yeah, okay. You you want to know about Breckenridge. Yep. Pop it. <laughs> All right. I had this uh, last week with uh, Mrs. Drop the Gloves, and I loved it. I remembered hearing it on the show, and I've wanted to try it since. It was pretty good. That's even uh, that's e- that's taller. even darker than the uh, our, uh, country boy. Yeah. Uh, that looks awesome. <laughs> and then okay, so country boy, we didn't have the alcohol by volume, and then Breckenridge is six. So, Prost. Prost. It's good. Oh, yeah. It's very good. Now, where does that rank now? It's, um, I'd want to try these. I know it's 
back to back, but I'd want to try them side by side with a little left in each. Yeah. Go back and forth. I think I like this one a little bit more, the Country Boy. But I'm not committed to it. I'd have to drink them. So out of the three that we've had, Country Boy, Country Boy leads. Who's in second? Breckenridge, and then the Hofbrau is third. Yep. Interesting. I mean, I agree. Country Boy is better than Hofbrau. I don't know. That's this versus that. Uh, Breckenridge versus Country Boy. That's going to be tough. Mm. Going to be really tough. And I, now, I mean, I I would still need to try these two next to all the other ones too. I, I don't so, remember. Did you like the West Side October? Oh yeah, I love the yeah. West Side Oktoberfest. There's not a beer that West Side. It's like you oh, with Country right. Boy. It's like you with Country Boy. You love everything that Country Boy comes out. I love everything that West Side comes and out. And we with. both love the GIL beer. Yes, West and West Side made the GIL. Yep, yeah. the German Irish Lager. I wish they would not make that seasonal. I know. It's so good. Uh, it is such a good beer. All right, so we're in the Breckenridge. We're in the NFL. Week one, Bengals lost to the Browns. Thoughts, opinions, aggravations. Uh, so the Bengals, it's, it's basically the same thing everybody said. And I watched, my son was playing football that same day, but I left early mm-hmm. to get him up to the field because I got tired of watching the game. Like, First quarter, the Bengals didn't look prepared. I didn't see that game going any other way than the way it went. The announcers were obnoxious. Like, Joe Burrow would miss throw a ball, and they're talking about how small his hands are. And then the other quarterback would miss throw a ball, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, the ball's wet. <laughs> double standard. Yeah, double standard. And it, it was frustrating. And the Bengals were playing terribly, which we tend to do against the Browns, and it's frustrating. Uh, I'm not overly concerned. Is there a Cleveland curse that we need to be aware of? I don't think so, but maybe we'll keep an eye on it. I mean, because was it Burroughs only won one game against the Browns in his entire career so far? I think he might have been hung over from all the champagne he drank after getting that big paycheck. Uh, I was supposed to say yeah. five years, two hundred and seventy-five million, and now he's going up against Lamar Jackson this weekend, who also got a five-year deal worth two hundred and fifty million. So big money. Big money going up against big money. I think Burroughs uh guaranteed a lot more too. Quite possibly. The guaranteed money's huge in Burroughs' deal. I don't remember the number, but it's huge. So Baltimore comes to Cincinnati for Cincinnati's first home game in week two. Bengals are favored by three. Um, I think Bengals win by 10-plus. I think they are embarrassed about how they played last week. The thing that might change that is there's a possibility of rain Sunday. I was and just looking up the weather. I was just just thinking that. I was like, oh, my gosh, are we going to get rain this weekend? I, I think there's a good chance we get rain this weekend, and that can change a football game a lot. In that case, the three-point spread might be more accurate. I think if we're dry, the Bengals win by 10. Let's see here. Sunday, mostly cloudy early, scattered thunderstorms developing later in the day, high of 70, 50% chance of rain, and then clear or no, partly cloudy in the evening. So, and with it being a one o'clock game, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> two weeks in a row, you they get to play in the rain. 
So, football it's supposed to be played outside. Yeah. Well, depending on where you, what, what team you uh, have, like Indianapolis and does Minnesota now play outside? I can't remember if they got a new stadium. I don't know. And, uh, I know there's a few teams that have like retractable roofs and then there's teams that just play indoors. What like, do you think about the uh, whole debate with the, excuse me, with the curse of the, or the turf? drama that's going yeah, on yeah i heard about that earlier this week turf versus uh natural grass and everything um it's man with the whole aaron Rodgers injury and everything it's just one of those like is it a big name player that got hurt on turf yes my my biggest hang up on this whole debate is who's to say it wasn't going to happen eventually right and because it happened to Rodgers, that's why it's a big deal. If it would have happened to a lineman or a defensive back or something, nobody would care. Couple but of, because it happened to Rodgers, everybody's all up in arms. Turf is a lot faster if the NFL is serious about reducing injuries, specifically head injuries and things like that. Plus the additional concern about turf being more injury mm -hmm. producing. Uh it only makes sense to me to go to grass fields. Well, it's easier, though, for these football stadiums to do turf because these football stadiums also host concerts or other events. Yeah. And that's why they go with turf. No, I, I totally understand the reasoning uh, and that there's going to be a lot of pushback from the whoever owns the stadiums that's going to be yeah. leasing them if they try to go grass. If we're worried about player safety, the speed of the game slows down a little bit on grass and the injuries are slightly reduced. It seems like an easy decision. I think there's still a few stadiums in the NFL that do have grass. Lambeau Field is one. Uh, I think Arizona is another. Arizona in the desert, huh? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah. You got grass in the desert. Who would have thunk it? Um and then I think there's a third one. I can't remember who. But there's at least possibly three in the NFL that have grass. But Arizona. Is it Pittsburgh? Could be Pittsburgh. Quite possibly. No. Um, I remember I, they may have replaced it with Chicago Bears. Okay. That's it. Chicago Bears. I remember Pittsburgh always used to have a muddy mess on their field when it rained. But yeah. they must have replaced it with turf since then. Well, well, they always say that you can paint grass. I mean, you yeah. can paint grass to make it look greener or better, but I mean, you but you know it's painted yeah. when you see it. So, I mean, I don't know. But at the same time, what are the owners more interested in? Making money or player safety? It's probably going to be making money, and that's why they're going to stick with the whole turf thing. And no, I mean, this is going to be one of those, like, at the end of the season debates or questions going into the whole ownership meeting in the off season and but nothing's going to come of it because they'll never get the votes no they'll never get the votes right. and also you have a collective a bargaining bargaining agreement between the NFL owners and the uh players association that doesn't expire for geez i think like another 4 or 6 years or something yeah that's the only time they'll get that that could possibly happen. It so, won't happen. I agree. It won't happen anytime soon. No, it won't happen anytime soon. So, I mean, everybody's making a fuss about it because of Aaron Rodgers, but at the same time, don't expect change. Yeah.
Just don't expect it. Another fun NFL story. Did you see about the Jets bar? No. Not the Jets, the uh, Wisconsin bar. Wisconsin bar. He offered to pay everybody's tab. The bar owner offered to pay everybody's tab if the Jets lost. Whoa. And, and then the Jets came out and Aaron Rodgers got hurt four plays later. The bar cheered. <laughs> it's like that's a that's a bad look. But that's bad. They just wanted free beer. They weren't happy Aaron Rodgers got hurt. They were happy they thought they were getting free beer. Everybody ran up their tab. Oh man. The news was there by the time the, the game ended. And they showed the atmosphere in the bar went from rowdy to just I can't believe I got to pay that tab. I just ran up. Son of a man. I can't believe it. Yeah, that was a fun story. So who do you think will be the backup quarterback for the Jets? Uh, who's that guy that just played? He, he did decent. That guy. That was Wilson? Yeah, I think I think he's. I think they I think just, he, earned, he earned the spot. They just let him go for the rest of the year. I think he earned the spot. I think they let him go. Maybe not for the rest of the year, but for now. Hmm. I think he's earned it for now. Give him a shot. That's how Brett Favre came into the league. Would you possibly make a phone call to Tom Brady? No. <laughs> nope. could, could you imagine? I already I already <laughs> signed one should-have-retired quarterback. I'm not calling another already-retired quarterback. But it's Tom Brady, though. Do you? I mean, you at least entertain the idea. I mean, a lot of people are entertaining the idea. Yeah, I don't. I, I think Tom Brady's out of the league. Okay. I, I think he should stay that way too. I think it's best for him. I think it's the best for any team that he might play for. I mean, the Jets have not played the Patriots yet, and Tom Brady did visit New England this past week for Tom Brady Day. It's like, oh man, that's just. I mean, if he would accept any offer. Any offer, and I mean, but he won't. He won't actually play unless it's a very decent amount of money. And uh, I play, playing two times against your former team in the same division after you already said you retired for the second time. <laughs> Isn't that a Elon's Elon Musk says? I think the the most entertaining outcome is what'll happen. So maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I, I said back in like January or February with um, one of my guests that Tom Brady is not retired yet. He's not retired. I don't believe the whole video on the beach. I, I remember I, hearing it. And that just don't believe it. And, that, and as we got closer and closer to training camp and then we got closer and closer to the regular season, I was like, man, I got to eat my words here. But then it's like a door has kind of opened here. <laughs> I could, I could still be right. <laughs> I, I mean, I know you really want to be right on this. I haven't conceded anything. <laughs> I don't think you're right. If, if you are, I mean, it's it's still fun. Like, I'm not mad that you're if, if you end up being right. I just don't see it. Because I called it last year that he was not going to retire, and then it was like 24 hours later. Oh, Tom Brady retired, and I was like, man, that didn't that comment didn't age well. Give it a month later. Oh. Tom he's Brady back. says he's not retired. Who he didn't know where anybody got that news from. He's coming back. It's like I told you. Now it's go. like, okay, I'm just holding on. I'm holding on to that possibility. It's like, uh, was it um, Jim Carrey and uh, Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. It's like, so you're saying, saying there's, there's a, a chance. chance. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> well, I'm glad you've got that perpetual optimism. I mean, I mean. 
it's the Jets, it's Aaron Rodgers, he gets hurt, and four plays, and it's just like, okay, I wasn't wanting this to happen, but at the same time, if the opportunity is there, can we at least entertain the possibility? <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm asking. Just entertain the possibility. I know New England fans are going heads are going to explode again. <laughs> I'm trying to entertain the possibility. I just don't see it as a likely thing. All right. Well, before we go, I'd like to get your thoughts on the Bengals season. Any early prediction? Any hot takes? So it just it's hard. They started last year really cold. Um, and they came back and I think Burrow's the real deal. And I think they got a lot of the right players behind him. It feels very much like a now or never moment for the Bengals. Um, I think we're in the playoffs. I think we have at least one home playoff game and I'm not comfortable predicting any more than that. <laughs> not not going Super Bowl prediction yet. Just, not yet. Not yet. Maybe I'll come back on in January. And come back in Super January Bowl. and we'll do it again. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yep. Well, Steve, did you have a good time? Great time. And that, like trying all the beer? Yeah. And that didn't get to the last two, but that's okay. We we can do that off microphone. Uh, we can try it again some other time yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> off microphone it sounds good well thank you steve for coming back on i appreciate it yeah and uh, it's a lot of fun talking football with you all right guys well that's going to do it for episode 138 uh special shout out to spotify for po podcasters our hosting platform for 138 episodes uh be sure to check us out on instagram at drop the gloves podcast for all lowercase all lowercase, all one word. Woo! Oktoberfest is kicking my butt already. And uh, for all the beer, sports, and shenanigans that take place in between these episodes, we are also on Apple, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Google. F you, Google. <laughs> I was going to try to join in on that. Uh, I, I, we, we can try again. You ready? Yeah. Ready? And that we are on Apple, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Google. F, F you, Google. Google. Yeah, there we go. We got it. I am your host, Charlie. He is Steve, and we will see you guys next time in the penalty box. And this one!